Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? What's up, Welcome gang? to the Grindcast. Simon Arias here. Get, here. Get, Get ready. It's a new day. Welcome back to the Winner's Manual 2.0 with Coach President Trestle. And uh, today we're going to have a conversation about handling uh, critics. And I think nowadays, you know, you'll hear some of the young folks bring up uh, haters, you know, mm -hmm. so they kind of same thing. So we'll, we'll just say critics. Uh, how in your experience uh, have you been able to learn to handle uh, critics mentally? Uh, because you know, let, let's say you're coaching at Ohio State or you're coaching at Youngstown State and you're not winning some games or you lost. I know at the higher level, you lose two, three games, they're already ready to fire you. They're ready to kick you out the door. What, what, uh, what strategies or, or how have you been able to learn? How has that progressed? Can you think back to maybe when you weren't good at it uh, on handling critics? You know, I think the first thing that you have to do with handling critics is first assess, are they right? You know, sometimes we put our dukes up right off the bat because someone said something uh, maybe negative toward your performance or your opinion or your bottom line or whatever. And, and uh, uh, I, I think the first thing you have to do is, is look in the mirror and say, is he right? Is she right? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's... See if it's an opportunity to grow. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's, again... You get your best ideas from outside, you really do. So whether it's from your players or your employees, from outside of your little world, input is so important. That's why you don't want to have uh, that, that little circle drawn around you and no one's allowed to talk to you or no one's allowed to give their opinion, that you have nothing but people in your circle that you know, is, is nodding their heads and agreeing with what you say, and then when they leave, they don't. Uh, or even the people from further out who uh, maybe it's their uh, interest in uh, evaluating how you're doing, or maybe it's their job like a journalist or media person. Uh, so I think the first thing is, is, is that self-reflection, um, having that willingness to do that. Uh, and then if indeed there is something where you say, you know what, probably right, you know, then work on that. You know, to me, that's the first thing. Second thing I would say to you would be, uh, we used to always use the phrase, uh, kill them with kindness. You know, who knows what's going on in their life? You know, and who knows, you know, what's got them feeling as if, they need to denigrate someone else to feel better about themselves. Because really, it, a lot of times when you see someone who is, you know, maybe a little bit out of line with their criticism, maybe uh, spending more time criticizing than building up, uh, that there's something going on in their lives that they're, they're not feeling good about who they are and, and uh, pray for them, uh, you know, kill them with kindness. Uh, but then at the end of the day, after you've evaluated yourself, saying, you know, I have to, I have to ask, is that criticism warranted? I think, you know, right now, just you having this conversation, uh, I've already learned the difference between a critic and a hater. You know, that there's the, a hater I don't think can ever really be a good critic because it talks about, well, critics may have some truth 
behind it right. and maybe the intentions aren't even just to hurt you but just to keep it real with you right and it just may not be what you want to hear that can be a, a critic that may be for your own benefit that you have to be open no question yeah, a critic to. and a hater are not the same thing yeah well i'm just you know i, yeah. I lumped them together until we started talking i'm thinking yeah. well that's a okay yeah right. a hater you know, I, I think that means no matter what you do, mind. yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah they're coming after you. They, they don't like you. No matter what you no do, what. they're not even going to consider and ask you, well, why, you know, did you go about it this way or what were you thinking or help me understand. Um, have you ever had anybody like that? that you, the, you, know, you don't have to name hater? the person or people. Have you ever had people or, or th that just no matter what, they just kind of, you know, not one didn't that, like you. Not, well, not ones that I spent time with on a, you know, like I, the no, media, you don't know. yeah, the media, you know, that you work with every day. Sometimes they write that zinging, you know, article and it gets a little personal and you're like, man, I, I sit and talk with him all the time. He's a good guy. And, you know, you know, whatever, I guess he's trying to drive his numbers up or whatever, you know, kind of write it off. The one you don't know, uh, probably the best hater one I ever got, uh, we had just beat Marshall uh, for the second time in a row in the national championship. And I got a FedEx. In fact, I still got it. It's in my basement. I've got a FedEx envelope. Now, that was back in 1993, so people didn't do FedEx that often back in 93. That was like a luxury, right? Yeah. And so I get this FedEx. I opened up. This is cool. I got it. And it was from Hawaii? I'm like, wow. So I zip it open, you know, and I'm opening it up, and it was a little piece of paper and then I didn't really see what was in the bottom and I read the paper and man this guy was a hater he, he was you know he was just killing me and I'd never met him and so forth and then and he, he said you are a perfect a-hole and then I looked I looked in the FedEx thing and there was a, a tube of preparation H <laughs> and, and, and I'm like man there's nothing I can do oh my to help me with him but uh, you know, you, you have to be willing to take criticism. You have to be willing to withstand hate. Uh, you have to try to, if you are going to have an ongoing relationship with someone and they're a critic or maybe even a hater, uh, you're going to have to, you know, maybe uh, bring the situation down, in my mind, by killing them with kindness. Yep. Uh, but expending any emotional energy with all that you have to do on someone else's opinion rather than you trying to get better uh, I'm not sure is a good use of time now mm -hmm. we all do it because we all you know you read that article and you're like mad and you know someone's beating on you you know constantly you know but like in in the scripture it, it says be angry but do not sin you know, so don't go to that point. You're human. Someone, you know, happens to have decided there's nothing you can do that's very good. Uh, you know, you're allowed to be angry about that. You're allowed to be sensitive about that. You but said you still have this letter? I still have that preparation age. Why do you it's still probably, have the letter? You know, just for someday when I write my book and when and someone says, uh -huh, you know, the uh -huh. chapter is on the haters, uh -huh. I'm going to break, I'm going to take a picture uh -huh. Of the preparation H and put it in there. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> or I was saving it for today. I should go dig it out. We would have it live on on uh, 
Arius agencies, yep. the grind. If it, well, I know if it was perm on there, that we would have need four of those bottles. He would have <laughs> said a big, it had a big old buddy got there. <laughs> so what? what perm what, is an OG though. He's on his way there. He's on his way he's there. He's on his way yep. there. Yeah, yep. I think once you start crossing forty, you start oh, becoming man. eligible to send to that be an OG. application in. Yeah, yeah, yep. to be approved by a gentleman like yourself. <laughs> we uh, when when I, I know for. You know, for me, I don't want to spend much time on me. I'd rather introduce people to the wisdom that I've been able to pull, you know, from you. Um, you know, but I, I, I would say um, in I've had uh, a couple experiences, not a lot, uh, where, you know, I look and say, well, is this my wife, my mother, close friends, people close to me that really know me and care about me, giving me honest criticism? Mm -hmm. Or is this person, no matter what, they're, they're, they're just goal in life is to, and you'll see that hate mm -hmm. coming from people that are, you know, they're coming from sometimes other countries and they're just, you know, they're killing people, you know, for, that they've mm -hmm. never met before. And, and uh, you know, I think, for, you know, for me, I had that experience and I kept my letter too. You know, mm -hmm. I had, um, mm -hmm. I had some people in outside of my uh, agency, uh, which, I, you know, we were together for this. I was kind of pulling some wisdom from you throughout this process. And but really for the first time in my life had I, you know, I've had people pop up as haters before, but never really uh, to this magnitude or have I, have I ever felt this undeserving of it? Well, as you started moving up in the world and the ranks and all that stuff, you know, what do they say? The higher you go, the more your rear end is exposed. Yep. And and that's yep. that's just the way it is. And and it's but you know to invest the time in into allowing that to to steal your time and steal your mind and and so forth. And you know we have to know that you know people aren't always going to agree with what we do, and we have to know that everything we do isn't perfect. And so you have to move on with it, and, and uh, um, but it's not easy, especially in this day and age. Gosh, now with social media, and you know they talk about young kids with the bullying on the social media and Big all that. Time. I mean, uh, you know the, the lessons learned in that, feeling good about yourself. Yep. Uh, More than ever, I critical. think people yeah. need to yeah. build themselves up to a right. point of of. Uh, stability mentally yeah. spiritually physically exercising yeah. to stay healthy because you know people have access now i think what's become the game on social media for, and i watch some of these people that are highly successful um you know way above you know i mean just people that are that have millions of people following everything that they do and i look at a you know a lebron or i look at a musician or i look mm -hmm. at somebody or the president of the united states mm -hmm. you know, i told my mom when she started to get upset from people starting to you know, over time would throw jabs, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that are undeserving. And, you know, as a parent now having my own children, I'm thinking, man, that'd be harder for me to deal with that stuff for them than it is for yeah. me. I don't mind. Right. You know, I said, Ma, you always used to tell me, you know, you say, man, Simon, I think you could be the president of uh, of the United States one day. You know, your mother's. And, <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, I said, Mom, you know, half the country is going to hate me if that happens. No matter what, that's right. You know, if on one side, if you're you're wearing this color, you mm -hmm. know, or, or you're representing these people, fifty percent of the country or so hate you, at least forty percent, and and then the other, uh, if you're on the other side, and then then half the country don't like you, or they don't believe in what you, and they're talking, you know, bad about you. So I feel bad for for some of these people, but I also try to prepare uh, for if that moment ever comes, you know, for for me, how am I going to handle it? 
um, because I, I, I look at them and I, I think the thing has become to if I if I can be a, a decent basketball player and I just start bashing LeBron on a social media page, I can get people to look at me. Mm-hmm. And because it's LeBron, if he comments back anything is so that mm-hmm. no matter how good you look at some of these things, people always have someone under there making these negative comments. Yeah. And the higher you go, I think the more that those come now from a social media uh, platform because the game becomes to be, how can I get all eyes on me? Well, when, when there's just a newspaper or just text uh, pagers you know, or whatever, just telephones, that's just neighborhood right, stuff. Right. When, when people can get a platform to say, you know, if somebody gets on here at any point and says, you know, I found Jim Trussell was in the you know, park a lot of this play, arguing with some lady, just even if it's not true, mm-hmm. just to get some, it, now people all of a sudden, I gotta look up this crazy man mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. who, who mm-hmm. is this guy, Brian mm-hmm. Jones? Mm-hmm. And then, so that becomes a strategy, yeah. you know, for, yeah. for people. What but advice you, would you give to the people that are younger people? Right. Not, not uh, seasoned enough to know how to deal with this stuff, but a kid in high school or a kid in college that's getting all of these emotions and criticism, uh, if their level of play is up and then you're going to have these, then what advice would you give to, to those people on handling it? You know, uh, our friend John Maxwell, who we talked about earlier today, I remember in one of his books, uh, he talked about being successful at something. Uh, you need to decide early, you know, how you're going to handle things and, and what you're seeking and so forth. I think you have to decide early uh, that it is... Uh, important how the people that you have spent time with and that you've been around and you've worked with or hung with or whatever it is important how they feel and the ones that you've never met it's really you have to decide early I am not going to allow that to affect me just anytime anyone would say anything negatively about me and so forth and so on uh, if it was someone that I worked with it would have really bothered me you know like one of my players or a coach I was with or maybe someone who I had spent a lot of time with that would affect me more than someone you know from the whatever media outlet writing some opinion page based upon I guess what they thought or or what people they could dig up you know, to say something negative, and then they made that story. And, and so you have to decide early, you know, whose opinion is important. And it's most especially important, the people that you have had interaction with. Uh, you know, I think that's helpful. It doesn't mean it, it will alleviate any of the pain or any of the sensitivity, uh, any of the people who are in freedom of speech. They can say whatever they want, and, and that, that is hurtful. And you hurt for the people who, who the second tier, it hurts your children or your coworkers or, or, or whatever. But uh, if you can try to draw the line between someone who knows you and yeah. someone who doesn't, yeah, uh, I, I think that could be helpful. I think, um, you know, we talked before about... Uh, we don't have to name the position, but there was a couple players that maybe, you know, that you had to move somebody in front of them in football. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you don't think that 
they would be your biggest fans, you know, maybe today mm -hmm. or, or at that moment sure. at, at least. Um, you know, I think, you know, for me, uh, when you mentioned the families and, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you know, it's, uh, I'm in a business, uh, in an industry where it's probably much like, you know, I say it relates to football a lot because a lot of our, not all of my positions, uh, there's, uh, I have tons of salary positions, hourly, part-time positions, but the bi the big base of what we do is I'm, I'm running commission salesmen, uh, salesmen and saleswomen. And the amount of lives that have been changed because I was taught early by uh, Jim Serace, my mentor, who we're going to have a chance to to meet, uh, to, to try to make that. I watched him make that environment, that business, more than a business, but he used it as a, as a way to fulfill his mission of helping people. Mm -hmm. And because you're on a stage or a platform, then the people are open to you just helping them, and he really just ends up trying to penetrate their life from the inside mm -hmm. out. And so I've tried to model. I've tried to model that, and uh, I've watched a lot of uh, young people and people that I've been blessed to coach that are older than me uh, have a lot of success outside of business, um, mm -hmm. not just financially, but just business, uh, just success from the father that they've turned out to be. I, I look at the core group of leaders that have been with me for a long time, and I'm looking back, and you know I'm proud of mm -hmm. them. You know, there's mm -hmm. there's. They're not out there cheating on their spouse and they're, you know, they're doing, they're doing great things as parents. And, um, I've watched them transform right before my eyes, pull up with no experience and a little beater car. And, and now they're, you know, getting married in Italy and donating money to charities and mm -hmm. first person to back me if I need anything to buy bikes for kids or mm -hmm. stuff like mm -hmm. that. And, and, and I watched all the lives that have been impacted. And then because of the rate of turnover, you know, anything that's hard uh, to do is going to come with a, a, a rate of, of turnover, whether it's sports. You know, I remember I, I received a, a scholarship to play in college football, uh, and I would say 60% plus of the people that, I, that received a scholarship to play uh, did not graduate playing the game of football with me uh, mm -hmm. as a fifth-year senior. And it was, like, mind-boggling, you know, to me how somebody can – they can – pay for a lot of your education and, and still not want to play the game because of early morning running or someone took your place or you, maybe just temporarily they took your place and you have to earn it back mm -hmm. and they're all upset mm -hmm. and disgruntled and, and so they transfer, they leave or, you know, whatever happens. And, uh, you know, for me in the, in the, as many people as I've seen successful, I try to not stop my mind from recruiting a kid. You know, I use this example of, you know, a coach, Maybe he has two running backs that are good, that he loves, cares about. Does it stop him from recruiting Maurice Claret mm -hmm. coming out of high school? Because that person may come out and be the starting freshman running back, which is going to leave me with a couple people that I cared about and loved that sweat mm -hmm. on this field. Maybe they're not the starter in the national championship game. Right. In the, in the, uh, that how hard that would be mm -hmm. as a coach because I, I know how much loyalty means to you. But you got to play the game to win and put the best available sure. in there. And so because of that, you create some. So for me, I've had my own, you know, family say, man, is it true? What do you mean, is it true? Well, you know, it says, it, it, you know, there's some people that say that, it, you know, it's a scam. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I've been doing this for 14 years. I promise you it ain't a scam. Mm -hmm. But what, what, you know, people get out and you start performing on straight commission. You know, it's like sports. You know, yeah. you, you don't get a chance to... Uh, 
in sports, you don't get a salary of, of plays. You have to right. you earn the position. Yeah. Uh, you earn your playing time. And in school, you get grades, A, B, C, D, E, F, based on how well that you do. And it just seems like more often than not, it's the players that don't play sometimes that say that the coach is no good mm -hmm. or think the coach is no good. Or it seems like sometimes the students that are getting the, the lower grades or the Often, right. if I pick who don't like the teacher, it ends up being not right. the A students. Right. And if it is, that's when you really got a problem. If yep. the people that are really at the core believe this about you, or if your A students or best players believe this about you, then you probably, but, but you know, I've had that come up, mm -hmm. you know, well, you know, before. That's why you go back to, we talked a little bit earlier about expectations, constant evaluation, everyone knowing how good we want to be and so it's your responsibility if that running back comes in and can meet those expectations a little bit better on an evaluation standpoint can is evaluated as des deserving more plays mm -hmm. you know there's no such thing as inheriting playing time I mean, that's that, it's just not the way it is now, I used to always tell my guys, seniority is an important thing if it's a tie. I coached 38 years, never saw a tie. Uh. Play, not, now, it doesn't mean the other guy won't have impact, but I think when you have to make those difficult decisions and knowing that they're sensitive and they're personal and so forth, you know, one of three things is going to happen. The, the person's either going to realize where they need to get better and try to get the job back or more playing time or whatever it happens to be. Or they're going to, you know, not understand it, you know, and, and just, you know, think you're wrong. And maybe the third one, they're going to feel as if the, you weren't fair. Every one of their family is going to feel like you weren't fair. And never again will you you ever have their respect because in their minds that wasn't the right thing and it was your fault. Have you ever had yeah. any any of that? You know, I, I haven't got any letters from anyone no you know, recently that said, you know, oh, by the way, but you know, you know, Timmy Terrell, the head coach of yeah. Hoban, mm -hmm. former Ursuline yeah. great, keeps, keeps winning. Four, four straight yes. state championships. Yes, he always teases me to this day that I made a mistake moving him from quarterback to tight end. You know, but we have fun with it and so forth. But, you know, I, I think if, if they know you're trying, uh, it goes back to that old phrase. It's not that hard to be fair because evaluation, especially in your business, it's, it's black and white. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's really not that hard to be fair. What's hard? To, to appear to be to fair. To appear to be fair. To appear and, to be fair. And you have to work at it. Yep. Uh, Next one I, I, I'd ask you is in the transition of, uh, you know, you went from Youngstown State to Ohio State, uh, went on a run, and then there were some things that happened that uh, caused you to no longer be the head football coach at the Ohio State University. Um, in that transition, um, I know for a fact that you had some people that were uh, hating on you. You had a lot of support. Uh, but you also had people that were media outlets, you know, talking 
bad about you. Mm -hmm. And then you talk about it affecting your family. So, you know, I know the relationship you have with your son and how you do the uh, wood shop and that mm -hmm. planned uh, time with him that's quality time. And uh, your daughter that, that went to Boardman that I, I mm -hmm. spoke to on the way up mm -hmm. to the Hall of Fame. And I know that those people probably uh, get hit a little bit from mm -hmm. that too, you know, yeah. probably get more upset than Harder. you, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, Harder it's, on them. Uh, especially your support, you know, I, you yeah. know, Youngstown's loyal, so, yeah. you know, they're yeah. probably 99.99% all that's, you know, don't talk bad about him, but, but you have that moment where in that transition, uh, you have some people that are talking negatively uh, about you. Uh, how do you handle that as a, as a person? Uh, just using that example mm -hmm. from you sure. so other people can relate to it. But how would a person handle that type of, uh, because that could, that, that could cause a lot of people to really be emotionally down. And I'm sure you weren't, but I don't think you were that down. Uh, hey, you know, especially in a visible situation like that, Ohio State's very visible. Yeah. Um, probably the way, what I came to the conclusion that was the healthiest thing to be feeling and thinking was to reflect back that I had 10 years as the head coach of Ohio State. I mean, how many people can say, gratitude, you know, that they had 10 years? Mm -hmm. And, you know, did I want to be there for the 11th year? Yeah. Um, but I had 10 years. And, and, and to me, uh, I would constantly reflect back. And then I go back to that scripture we talked about a couple minutes ago. You can be angry, but do not sin. Any emotional energy that I would spend bemoaning what was fair, what was unfair, evaluating the critics, okay? Um, any emotional energy I would spend on that would preclude me from moving forward. And, you know, there was no amount of angst or anger or anything else that was going to turn back the hands of time. So what are you going to do now? You know, we, we used to, How do you handle what you can c yeah. control? If you remember coming down the concourse at Stambaugh Stadium, mm -hmm. we had a big sign and it said there, what are you going to do now? Which we wanted that coming off the field at any time to be the question. It's halftime and you're down by 10 points. What are you going to do now? It's halftime and you're up by 10 points. What are you going to do now? Practice is over and you got a test tomorrow. What are you going to do now? Practice is over and it's Thursday night and the OGs are out there, you know, getting ready to go spend some time. What are you going to do now? Mm -hmm. So the same is true when you have those adverse moments, especially when the critics are involved and and you know it, it's uh, it's forever because regardless of how far removed it is, there's always a line in the story. Whether we just got a two million dollar gift at YSU for a engineering chair or whatever, uh, if it happens to catch some acclaim somewhere in there, former coach fired from Ohio State, uh, you know it, that's part of the deal. I mean, you know, so. Where are you going to invest your emotional energy? What are you going to focus on? Yeah. What you can control. Right. Yeah. Can't focus on what you can't control. Right. You know, one of the pictures I use for this, uh, explaining this to people, is the, uh, you know, Michael Phelps is? The swimmer? swimmer? Sure. Yeah. I'm so not that much of an OG. Come <laughs> on, man. Well, so, so he, they're swimming, 
Yeah. And he's swimming in, in, in one of the, when he won a bunch of gold medals in the mm-hmm. Olympics. Yeah. One of his, what do they call them, meets, right? Swim, mm-hmm. swim meets. meets. Mm-hmm. One of his meets, uh, they, they caught a photo of whoever was in second place. And whoever was in swe- second place when they were swimming, they caught him looking at Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. And in the photo, it had Michael Phelps just yeah. focused. Right. And, and, and he won by a fraction. You know, the racing and track and stuff, it's oh. like it's never a long margin. No, it's, no. You know, it's a fraction. So he wins. And I, and I go back to saying, you know, I think that sums it up, that the right. people that focus on uh, either w- something bad happened and you're the person that you're looking at what you can't control instead of focusing on winning your race, right. playing your game, you start to move in a bad well, direction. You know, we used to say that about in the course of a game. Every play that happens, there's a certain system we had in place. The minute the play ends, you evaluate your performance. Did I take the right angle? Did I do the whatever? You assess the situation. Is it third and eight? Is it whatever? And you look to the sideline for the call because you got to be ready for the next play. And this is the same with life. You assess the situation. What could I have done better? In every particular thing that comes up, you can go back and say, what can I have done better? Okay, what's the situation? Now i got to get my focus on where I'm going. And that's what's great about the game of football, I think, that it teaches you. That's great about the game of golf. I don't play golf. Ellen plays all the time. She plays enough for both of us. Okay, And you hit the ball, and if it's in the woods, okay, what did I do wrong? Okay, you know, I let the whatever. Okay, what's the situation? Is there a tree in the way or whatever? And where's the flag? And if you spend any time bemoaning something that happened, whether... About the shot that already happened. It's over. We're here. The How do we get here. out of here? The ball's here. And, and that's, you know, and, and don't spend, don't get tricked into spending, don't, don't let the critics trick you in to constantly reliving that or getting you to emote about that, if you allow that, your your progress is going to be further slowed. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's a big one for people, and I hope people really get that. I, I watch a lot of people get upset in life for whatever reason, and it's the people that learn to let go of what they cannot control. Right. And focus on what they can control to me that is mm-hmm. seems to be the happiest mm-hmm. I didn't come from an environment of uh, you know a lot of forgiveness or or uh, you know a- everything that I was around was and, and I, I'm not saying this about I've had great-grandparents I've had a my mom has done a phenomenal job with the hand that she was dealt mm-hmm. uh, but I, I, I've been around uh, a lot of uh, hot tempers and sure. uh, you know we won't mm-hmm. speak for five for three right. years if you know if you do something right. wrong right. to me I ain't talking to you for four years right. you know that and and nobody able to ask for forgiveness and, right. and, and to forgive easily and then playing a, a, a sport that I fell in love with uh, that was actually probably the third best sport you know my I was probably best at baseball and everybody wanted me to keep playing baseball. But you couldn't hit the curveball. I could have crushed the curveball. You crushed ball. the curveball? killing the curveball. Wow. Okay. And throwing them. Okay. And, uh, and, and, you know, I remember playing in the, you know, they have the punt pass and kick mm-hmm. in baseball. 
I, I did that in, uh, or for football, I did it for baseball. And uh, I remember winning first place here somewhere in Youngstown and two of the people that were next, both of them went on to play in the major leagues. And this was as a young kid. Mm -hmm. uh, so baseball was my best sport, okay. but I didn't like it. Okay. Basketball might have been my second sport, but I was physically ch uh, short, challenged. Vertically challenged. Vertically challenged. <laughs> And uh, but but I was good at it. But I love football the most. And I thought that and I went all in for for football, knowing that that would probably be my option to play at the next level uh, based on overcoming size and the gifts that I was given mm -hmm. and the gifts that I wasn't given. How I was going to I felt like it was going to be it was going to be football. And, you know, football, the position that I played, especially is a violent sport. You know, it's a, mm -hmm. I know Lombardi said something about, about you know, it's a violent sport. Ironically, uh, Vince Lombardi's grandson, Joe Lombardi, was my coach at Mercyhurst, offensive coordinator. I see him on all the AARP commercials mm -hmm. now, uh, doing something mm -hmm. with the Saints. Yeah. Uh, but it's a violent sport. And so I was a safety. And as little as I could remember being, I was always a hitter. Oh, that was, mm -hmm. I was either linebacker, safety. Every coach I played for would say aggressive. And so I learned that you have to take a step back and not be aggressive because your first instinct, well, mm -hmm. my first instinct is to be aggressive. Right. That's why and the play action pass worked against you. Could have. <laughs> I was smart. You were too. down in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Coachable. Film. I was the film. I'd watch film, 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 but that's another subject. For, for me, I had to learn myself to forgive people, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, to, to let it roll off a little bit faster than most people and those end up being the uh, happiest people that I find. You know, how, how could we not be a forgiving person with all that God has forgiven us? I mean, come on. If God wasn't forgiving, I'd be in trouble. It's right in the Lord. That's what Jim Suresh used to use on me. He say right there in the Lord's prayer, it says, forgive, forgive us. us. Yeah as we forgive those who trespass against it's us. Pretty, sim pretty so simple. So you talk to me about the mistakes you've made, Simon. If you want somebody to forgive those, you have to be able to forgive That's other right. people. That's right. In the same token you're able to forgive others is the same way that you're going to be able to be Doesn't mean I'm going to put you in the game. I'm going to forgive your sins, but you're going to have to get better at those. You know, no or problem. if it's the outside critic, I'm not going to give you any of my emotion. And I'm most certainly not going to sin. I'm not going to do something silly. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's all related. Thank you for uh, thank you for your time. Yes, on, sir. Uh, on on that topic, uh, appreciate everything that you do for others in the world. Everything that you do in in the city of, of Youngstown, uh, the amount of inspiration that people have pulled from you, uh, from coaching to leadership to your heart and and the way that you serve, the way you respect uh, others in the military and go out of your way for everything that you do. We just uh, I appreciate. And I appreciate you having you on. Thanks. We're blessed. Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told, told him I'm a beast, bud. <laughs>